Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Rochelle, and this is the Bay Area Podcast here on the Bleed Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Citra Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. You can find me personally at Rochelle Radio on Twitter. On this week's show, we'll be talking about some NFL football as the San Francisco 49ers have a matchup over the next few days. Before we do all that, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on the football field once again. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more props, odds, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football-related. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Betting Barrier Podcast. And before we end up going on break, we talked about what we're doing for this week's show. Once again, talking about the Niners and their upcoming playoff matchup with the Green Bay Packers. But before we get into that, we got to recap how Wild Card Weekend went down for us and for the Niners. And it went well for the Niners. They ended up winning by six against Dallas. As for us, we ended up splitting. We had the Niners plus three and the over. Over did not get there. The Niners were never in doubt. They let 10 nothing before he could blink. Never trailed in the game and won by six. Now, there's a lot to go through with that game, both through the stats and through the play calling at the end of the game, which was something else. Thank God the Niners don't have Mike McCarthy. But anyway, to look at the matchup itself, I'll go through some of the stats. You have Garoppolo, who really did nothing in the game. He had a great opening drive, and then after that, they kind of just put him into full game management mode. He went 16 of 25, 172 passing yards, no touchdowns, one pick. He had a QBR of 68.5 and a QB rating of 67.4 so he was okay game manager all that's what you kind of expect Niners decided to pound the rock with Elijah Mitchell and with Debo Samuel Mitchell had 96 yards on 27 carries and one touchdown Debo had 10 carries 72 yards and one touchdown and the receiving core you had really nobody with a great game Ayuk had five catches for 66 Debo had three catches for 38 but of course he had the rushing touchdown and the yards there so he still played well Kittle did nothing. He had one catch for 18. Juwan Jennings had three catches for 29. Pretty solid uh, third down conversion or two in that game. And that was pretty much it. So the offense was pretty quiet. That was the concern because the second half, the Niners only scored seven points. They also were not able to run out the clock. You had the QB sneak on fourth down, which was successful, but you had a penalty, which caused them to punt. And that's when all the shenanigans started. But the point is, the Niners did enough to win the game. Main reason why? Defense. They only gave up 17 points. Dak Prescott, 254 passing yards, one touchdown, one pick. QBR of 27. He was also sacked five times. So great job by the Niners defense to go through the people with the sacks. You had Givens, who had half a sack. You had 
Omanihu, who had one and a half. You had Bosa, who had half. Unfortunately, Bosa got injured in the game, which is why he only had a half a sack. DJ Jones had one. Eric Armstead had one. A lot of people contributed. Great job by the pass rush. But to go through the Cowboys' offensive numbers, the running game did nothing. They had 77 total yards on 21 carries. Elliott had 12 carries for 31. Dak had a rushing touchdown. So the running backs combined for 16 carries and 45 yards. Not great. Great for the Niners' run defense. Hopefully that's the case once again this upcoming weekend. But to go through the actual receiving core, Dalton Schultz, 87, uh, 89 yards. Cooper had the touchdown catch, 64 yards. Cedric Wilson at 62. Great job, though, guarding C.D. Lamb, who had one catch for 21 yards. He was targeted five times. So the Niners shut down the Cowboys' most talented wide receiver. They shut down the running game, and they also pressured the quarterback. Great job by the defense. That's really all that has to be said. So now we got to switch gears and talk about their upcoming matchup in the the divisional round, which is on Saturday night, into the road game against the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. Now, this game has, let's just say, at first glance, a pretty lopsided matchup. And Green Bay is 13-4. Assuming the starters would have played the entire game against Detroit, probably would have been 14-3. But still, Green Bay in the cold in Lambeau. We know how good this team is. And you're looking at them being undefeated at home this season. Meanwhile, the Niners 6-3 on the road, 10-7 straight up. But of course, that doesn't include the actual playoff game. Niners are all, or Niners played. The Packers, of course, are off the bye. But you're looking at the injury report, and Green Bay has gotten a lot healthier. Jerry Alexander's back. Bakhtiari might be back. And you might, you're looking really down the line. It's supposed to be 12 degrees, which is going to be pretty rough for a West Coast team to travel to. But, of course, the Niners have the running game that could give Green Bay problems. And you're looking at the injury report. The main story, the only thing that's still up in the air, is Nick Bosa. And Bosa, of course, had that scary kind of whiplash neck issue where he bumped into the thigh of a defensive lineman. But there really haven't been many updated reports. He's still questionable. So it is concerning, especially since they're playing Saturday, that he does not get the extra day to potentially get ready for this game. If Bosa's out, I think the Niners are screwed. I think that if he plays, they are not in a great spot, but they can maybe pull it off. But at the end of the day, you got to go through Green Bay's numbers. Now, of course, they did not play last week. So I'll go through the season numbers. They have the most likely MVP, Aaron Rodgers, 37 touchdown passes, four interceptions, which is just absurd. Devontae Adams, 1,500-plus receiving yards, 11 touchdowns. The ground game was pretty interesting for Green Bay because Jones was injured for for part of the year. He really didn't play with that well, but A.J. Dillon did. 803 rushing yards, five touchdowns, so they have a nice one-two punch there with Dillon and with Jones. The defense has been a little bit consistent lately, uh, just going through the numbers. uh, Ended up giving up 37 to Detroit. They benched a lot of guys, though, so that's excusable. Played against Cleveland. Gave up 22 there. Mayfield threw four picks, so the defense didn't exactly play well. Mayfield just handed them a bunch of turnovers, and they played Minnesota against Sean Mannion and gave up 10. I don't know if you can really buy into anything from that game because when you're using a – when Minnesota has to use a quarterback who you were hoping wouldn't play the entire season, I'm not surprised you held them to 10 points. But Green Bay's defense has been struggling a little bit, giving up 30, for example – 
to Baltimore and to Chicago in back-to-back games. But they're healthier now, and they should look better. The question that you really have to ask, which I mentioned before, can San Francisco run the ball against this Green Bay defense? And they should, based on the actual offensive line. Trent Williams came back last week, and he was fantastic against Dallas. But the question on the other side, can the Niners stop Aaron Rodgers? And we saw this matchup play out earlier this season. It was a hell of a Sunday night game in week three. Green Bay won the game 30-28. to Truth is, I thought Green Bay should have won the game by a lot more, and it seemed like the refs were really letting the Niners hang in there. You had a couple of really awful penalties on the last scoring drive by the Niners, but then Rodgers got the ball back, 37 seconds left, went 42 yards, and Crosby hit the 51-yard game winner. I think Rodgers should play really well here, and I know the pass rush has been very good for the Niners lately, but I'm still not sold on who's going to guard Devontae Adams. Scantling's been pretty good. Lazard's been good lately. And the ground game, they have a nice one-two punch there. To look at the actual numbers in the first meeting, Rodgers, 261 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. QBR of 75.7. For the ground game, Green Bay had 100 rushing yards, four yards per carry, one touchdown. Uh, Garoppolo played pretty well. Uh, Two touchdowns, one pick, 257 yards. They couldn't run the ball. Mitchell did not play in that game, though, so keep that in mind. Kittle did well, 92 yards, and Samuel was pretty quiet. So, as a whole, I'm not sure how much you can actually read into the Week 3 game. Devontae did have 12 receptions for 132 yards and a touchdown. So, I do question if San Francisco can actually guard him. It's okay if they can't, because most teams can't, if any teams can't. uh, No teams really can. So, I do think that the Niners will struggle against him defensively. But, can they dominate up front? And can they run the ball down Green Bay's throat? And that's really the only way they're going to win. I think if you want to take the Niners to win, parlay it with rushing yards from either Debo or Mitchell, because I don't trust Jimmy G with an injured finger and now a bad shoulder to win this game if he has to throw the ball more than 25 times. They have to rely on the cold weather and hope that running the ball and playing a physical brand will lead them to victory. Do I think that's going to happen? We'll see. I'm not getting into the predictions yet, but Garoppolo with the injured shoulder, Bosa with the injury. There's a lot of question marks regarding the health of this Niners team, and the bye week did Green Bay a lot of good because they might be getting a couple of key pieces back. So I do think that the time off definitely should help Green Bay. The week three meeting, I'm not reading much into, besides the fact that Devontae Adams is really, really good. It's really the only takeaway you could have in the entire game. But I'll go through the predictions now to go through the actual side and the total in this game. Green Bay is favored by five and a half. You have seen some sixes start to pop up, but I still see five and a halves. And you're looking at the total in this game, and the total is currently at 47 and a half. Now... For this matchup, it might annoy some Niner fans, but I'm going to be honest, I'm taking Green Bay. I think it's a really bad spot for the Niners because you won the you won the road game against Dallas. Nice job. It was in a dome. Weather wasn't a factor. Your defense looked good. The offense really didn't do anything for the entire second half. You had the one Debo Samuel run, which was set up on that Dak interception in his own territory. So the Niners really didn't generate many quality drives once Dallas' defense settled in in the second quarter. 
And I do think that's extremely concerning because if you're forced into a couple of third and longs, do I trust Jimmy G with a bad shoulder and a bad finger to throw the ball in 12 degrees? I do not. Do I, do I trust Rodgers to throw the ball in 12 degrees? Of course. He's the best player, best quarterback in the league. So I think Rodgers will play well. I think you'll see the ground game with Aaron Jones and with Dylan look sharp. I don't think Bosa's going to play. Or if he does, I think he'll be pretty limited. So I do think that his status is obviously worth monitoring. But I question his availability, and I think that's going to be a big story. Other than that, I'm looking at a situation where I think there's really only one way that the Niners can win this game. Because Garoppolo is not going to win them this game. He's, he can potentially not lose them the game. But if they're down and they need to come back, I do not trust an injured Garoppolo to lead his team to a comeback win here. So I don't see that happening. But I do think Green Bay is going to look very sharp. I do think that Green Bay is going to really impose their will on both sides of the ball at some point during this game. And I think that Green Bay in the cold with the crowd being undefeated at home this season should play well. I think Green Bay wins. I think they'll win by seven, potentially 10, maybe even 14. But five and a half seems a bit short. I'm going to take Green Bay on the side. And for the total, I'm taking the under because I do think that the Niners defense can pressure Rodgers, which should force a couple of dry trips for the Packers. But it's mostly San Francisco's offense. If I don't trust the passing game and the weather is going to be really cold, the question is, do I think that San Francisco, who's going to try to milk the clock as much as possible, do I think they're going to try to get involved into a track meet? Or do I think they're going to do whatever they can to force Rodgers to stay off the field and to force a low-scoring game? It's going to be the latter. So I do think that you'll see Green Bay win this game somewhere around 27-17, if you wanted a score prediction there. So I got Green Bay to win the game, cover the spread, and I also got the under. But that's been this installment of the Betting Barrier Podcast. Bye, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.